This is the ActiveX Back Show from Edinburgh, Scotland's vibrant capital. Hosted by award-winning registered osteopath, author and all-round pain guru, Gavin Routledge. If you want relief or prevention of lower back pain or sciatica, and you want to be healthier, keep listening. The following programme should not be taken as medical advice, but for informational purposes only. Friends, sufferers, fellow humans, welcome back. In this episode, I'm answering the question, how much should I rest with back pain and or sciatica? And I will be dispelling some myths, myths that exist at both ends of the spectrum. And in that answer, you can probably read in where we're going in this episode. Anyway, so at one end of the spectrum, we have the old advice, which is take to your bed for two weeks with back pain or sciatica. That is terribly bad advice and led to all sorts of long-term disability for a generation or more of people with persistent and recurring lower back pain. So you should not rest that much. So you can definitely overdo rest. And equally, at the other end of the spectrum, there are people who do not rest enough. So in essence, the easy way to assess this is, are you the sort of person that takes to their bed with a cold? And or just the sort of person who other people might say, oh, do you think he's, um, do you think he's just overdoing this um, and just resting too much? Or at the other end of the spectrum, are you someone who just can't stay still and is always on the go and who believes in the um, no pain, no gain approach? If you're at either end of those spectrums, you've got it all wrong. The sweet spot, of course, is somewhere in the middle and it's summarised in the use it but don't abuse it principle, which I introduce you to in episode two. So if you're listening to this and you have not listened to the foundation episodes one to six, please go back and start at the beginning. Episodes one to six will give you a huge amount of value in terms of understanding how lower back pain and sciatica works and the overall approach that we take here, which is very evidence-based this stuff works, but it only works if you apply it. So please go back and understand those foundational principles. And as I said, in episode two, I introduce you to this use it, but don't abuse it. Sometimes I phrase it as use it, but don't use it. I've lost, I've lost track. I've been doing this for over 20 years. Um, use it or lose it, but don't abuse it. And I tried to shorten that recently to use it, but don't abuse it. So in that phrase, you can see that it's very important that you stay active. If you don't use your physical capacities, they slowly decline and some of us very rapidly decline. So it's important to maintain what physical ability you have, but equally not to abuse it. And what does don't abuse it mean? It means don't do things that hurt, that increase your pain. And don't do things that lead to your pain being worse in the long run. Now, that can be really difficult to measure, um, but I can give you more help on that one in those foundational episodes. So go back to those. Just very briefly, um, some problems in the lower back, you can irritate them and not know it at the time because it takes hours, sometimes up to 36 hours for the inflammatory consequences to peak. 
So you can do something today, feel fine, and then tomorrow morning, and particularly the morning after that, might be the worst pain that you get. And that's because the inflammation takes a long time to build up. So without going into that rabbit hole any further, let's come back to this finding the sweet spot. It is vitally important that you remain as active as you can within the limits of pain, but that you don't overdo it. Your body needs rest in order to recover. We're talking about helping tissues to heal here, and they cannot heal if you're constantly fatiguing them. So you have to give them opportunities for rest. You also have to give your nervous system some calm down time. Now that doesn't have to be complete rest, as in lying down in bed. It could be some nice, easy, fluid movement that doesn't hurt. Tai Chi, or I mean, I don't, I don't want to get stuck on any particular discipline or approach to movement. It could be as innocuous and every day as just standing and gently swaying your hips from side to side while, uh, while preparing the meal. Any movement that doesn't hurt, remember, is a good thing. Use it, but don't abuse it. So it's a very brief episode, this one, and I hope it's helpful for you to understand that it's vitally important to stay mobile, but to have sometimes brief periods of rest because it's during the rest periods that your tissues regenerate and your nervous system has the opportunity to calm down. So there we have it. How much should I rest with back pain and sciatica? Uh, it depends and you need to find that sweet spot between staying active but not overdoing it and fatiguing and exhausting your system. Okay, look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thanks for listening to the ActiveX Back Show. If you found this helpful, please pass along our web address to your friends and colleagues, active-x.co.uk. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. If you have any questions related to lower back pain or sciatica, send them in and Gavin will aim to answer them in future episodes. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at ActiveXBacks.